and hope is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Order now at foxnewsbooks.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. got a lot to get to. Uh, we're going to break down some of the uh, top stories of the day, but we've also got a treat. Uh, Dallas Jenkins of The Chosen will be with us for a behind-the-scenes look as Season 3 is about to unpack itself. Uh, but we've also got Charmaine Yost and Governor Mike Huckabee joining me. Stay here. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No We Can't. And he's playing the role as, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends, in today's uh, trifecta matchup, it's uh, the teleprompter versus Joe Biden. If Republicans passed, and I, I don't think they can do it now, the uh, ban, the national ban do Land abortion. Land abortion. All right. That's uh, that's okay. Round one to the teleprompter. Uh, round two. Recently concluded, the significant climate investment will quote help turbocharge the global climate. And in that's so it's two nothing teleprompter and uh, round three. Here we no, go. No, I'm just saying. I just I just found it interesting that. Uh, Biden's being a popular, Biden's being extremist. All right, there we go, and that's uh, and that's a three and zero, three and out. Sorry, three swings and a miss. Teleprompter pitching a no hitter against Joe Biden in the last twenty four hours. Here uh, is a man who has read a few teleprompters. Uh, Mike Huckabee is back with us, and Governor, this is my first chance to uh, give you congratulations publicly. Though we uh, traded some texts the other night, congratulations on another Huckabee. Huckabee Sanders, uh, making it to the governor's mansion in Arkansas. I'm very proud of Sarah and what's happened there and what she intends to do for your state. Kevin, it was a great night for Sarah. You know, she barely squeaked by, only got 63.5% of the vote. Her nearest opponent had 35. I think it was a pretty good night. Um, She is on cloud nine, but nobody is probably any more excited and gratified than her dad. Yeah, no, I can... I can imagine. And you and I, were, were we spoke last week, and you said she had to break the 60 threshold to beat Dad's best number. I, it looks like she did. She did, in fact. Now, let me give you a little caveat. She's <laughs> going to have a legislature made up of 81 Republicans and 19 Democrats in the House, 29 to 6 Republicans in the Senate. Wow. I had the polar opposite. That's I right. 89 to 11 Democrats to Republicans in the House and 31 to 4 Democrats to Republicans in the Senate. So what she can do anytime she wants is to thank me for starting the Republican (laughs) wave that leads now to a supermajority. I've handed her a much different atmosphere in which to work, but I'm also confident she's going to do a terrific job. 
Yeah. I, I said to the other day to the newspaper, she will satisfy her supporters, but she will surprise her detractors. Let me ask you about the uh, the tone. The media obviously began to play this the moment that the r- results were coming in. Oh, Biden had a good night. He he negated the red wave. Uh, it looks like uh, the Republicans won't take the Senate. Oh, that they might not even take the House. Uh, and it's looking increasingly like if 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 Adam Laxalt holds on in Nevada and they actually count the votes in Arizona, and you're going to have to count them. There's about 25% of them that have been uncounted. But if those two things happen, the Senate does go to the Republicans, and that's not even counting what I think Herschel Walker is going to do uh, about three and a half weeks from now. What, what do you make of what the media narrative was versus the reality of what Tuesday night brought about? Kevin, I'll be honest. I thought we were going to have a more decisive night on Tuesday. I thought that the numbers were going to be much better. Thought we would have uh, more like uh, a total of, uh, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 53 Senate seats and 230 House seats. Now, that didn't happen. However, let me say this. I, I think I forgot to really factor in that Republicans were going against an extraordinary headwind. First of all, you have a very biased social media and monolithic mainstream media that are combined to make it very difficult for Republicans to get through that wall. And then you've got the institutions of government, FBI, the IRS, the DOJ, all weaponized against conservatives, Republicans, and pro-life people, and energized on the other side. So it wasn't that the Republicans were just going up against Democrats and their crazy ideology. We were going up against the fact that a lot of Americans never heard the truth about what Democrats stood for. They never listened to John Fetterman. They never listened to how radical he was or how mousy Katie Hobbs was in Arizona, unwilling to come out of uh, her hidey hole long enough to even challenge Carrie Lake. So across the country, there was a, a very limited amount of information that was given to the general voters. And those who didn't listen to shows like yours or maybe watch Newsmax or Fox or uh, go to Breitbart or the Mike Huckabee newsletter – they just didn't have the information that would have been very helpful to them when they went and voted. That's a, that's a good point. One of the comments that I just get, I hear every, every cycle more and more is how closely divided we are as a nation. And that's, that's an odd phrasing of words because normally you think of being a polarly divided, but we're closely divided. And I think that, um, you know, a 20 or 25 seat change in the house is going to be about the biggest that they produce anymore simply because uh, everybody has access to um, the information that they want and people are going to make choices. Uh, There's going to be fewer independents to influence, in other words, in the middle, and more people are going to have kind of predetermined ideas. And that's going to lead, I think, to a lot of you know, 48, 52 uh, majorities uh, for, the, for the ruling party at any one given time. What, what do you think about the times we live in? Have elections changed uh, to the degree that we're, we're, we're going to see big, sweeping, you know, uh, tides roll through anymore? Yeah, I think that's a good observation because the country is so divided. There aren't that many voters in the undecided middle of the uh, road kind of category anymore. People yeah. have- pretty much made up their minds. Are they conservative? Are they uh, way out there to the left? And there may be a handful of people in the middle who could be persuaded one way or the other. 
But there are some issues that are clearly definitive. Uh, you're either pro-life or you're not. Yep. You know, there's not a, a lot of room there. And you're either for globalism or you're for nationalism. There's not a lot of room there. So there's certain things that are clearly, uh, I'd say, separating the lines between what used to be uh, traditional Democrats, traditional Republicans, and there was a group of independents in the middle. The one thing that has changed most is that the Republican Party is no longer the party of globalism, of multinational corporate executives, of the country club types. And this is why the Liz Cheney's of the world are, are leaving. And yep. the reason that this Lincoln Project bunch of nuts, they're all leaving. Well, now we are a blue-collar party. We are favorable to the idea that America is a great country. We're going to put it first. And frankly, I don't ever want the Republican Party to go back to a, a party that thought abortion was fine and that uh, you know we could just throw out the social issues. We don't really want those people except to vote for us. I'm glad those days are gone. Yeah. Well, uh, echoing that, uh, I'm thankful that uh, words like Beto, Abrams, Pelosi, McMullen, and Christ have been wiped from our lexicons. So we won't we won't have to hear those words anymore. Uh, and I, I think yeah. that's a, a, a very good thing from the uh, from the win on Tuesday as well. Hey, real quickly, uh, what's on the big show this weekend? Carrie Lake is going to be with us. We'll be talking about why it is that Arizona's voting machines are as bad as the ice cream machines at McDonald's, and how come they can't count votes out there. Uh, I still think she'll be the next governor. She's going to be with us. Uh, we've got uh, a wonderful comedian uh, that's going to be with us to keep things light and funny. But we also will be honoring our veterans this weekend. Nice. So uh, good reason to watch Huckabee this weekend on TBN. Yeah. All right, Governor. Always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being here. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Kevin. You got it. There he goes. Uh, he's got to get his big show produced uh, for Saturday night. TBN, 8 and 11, Sunday night, same times. Check it out. Kevin McCullough coming right back.